You're live and locked into the official Juno Download podcast with host Cup Kobe, exploring dance music from top to bottom, bringing you fresh content direct to your headphones. Download podcast hosted by Kovu.
All right, guys, we are live inside the building. This is the Juno Download Podcast. My name is Kovu, and I am your host for today. Um, right about now, we are inside with man like Chad Dubs, representing Foundation Audio. How are you doing this morning, sir? You all good? I'm um, doing well, thanks. Beautiful day here in Bristol. Can't complain at all. Uh, it's good to get you on the phone, man. It's, it's really good to get you on the phone. Um, thank you for taking a bit of time out of your day to talk to us. Um, so, obviously, you're a, you're a produ- you were a producer first, um, and we're going to talk today about Foundation Audio yeah. as, a, uh, as a label, like how long it's been up and running um, some of the uh, some of the artists you've released with and then of course I'm um, looking into into the dubstep scene in general and looking at Bristol as well um, first first of all I want to talk about the label like how how did it first come together cool so it was just before I moved to Bristol actually like just over six years ago um, so I was making you know at first I was making sort of a bit more tear out dubstep and a bit more of the heavier side with the um, yeah that sort of style and I was getting some good recognition with it but then I started changing up my sound a little bit and writing a bit more minimal deeper stuff so I was starting to you know flow that way and um, I wasn't really getting getting anywhere with labels so I just thought I'd set up my own just to get my own music out there so um after the first release, I thought about it a bit and I thought, hold on, I'm in a perfect position at the moment, you know, to put out other people's music too. So initially it was only to put out my own music, but as soon as the first release was out of the way, I scrapped that idea and just set up a label to push, um, you know, up and comers and more underground stuff and my friends and stuff like that. So that's initially how it came about. Um, and it's kind of stayed that way as well, to be honest. So yeah, I'd say the label's basically to give artists a leg up in a way uh, try and pick some talent from the underground that deserves recognition and who I'm rating at the moment and then um, yeah give them their first release a lot of people and just trying to get you know the un- unheard names out there awesome man well it, it sounds like it's been done in like a really organic way then it's, it's quite like that sort of story of you know we wanted to find a way of putting our music out and then um, and then suddenly we, we realised oh we can we can put other people's music out we can do it properly um, which, yeah. is, which is always like which is always such a good way to do it um, so, so who are some of the first artists you were working with then so initially uh, the second re- after myself the first release the second release was uh, Mono who doesn't really make beats anymore but he used to make a lot of drum and bass and he did pretty well with it and he used to make some real bangers um, so I was just he was just a friend online I used to speak to uh, Mitch Wilton as well out to Mitch he um, we used to chat for, for years online and he was sort of in a similar boat to me we used to make tunes together just used to chat a lot and at that point the label because it was you know a really new thing and I didn't really have any big goals or aspirations with it I just wanted to put out some music so you know there wasn't really a game plan or anything I just wanted to put out music from mates who, whose music I was feeling and whose people that I liked as well so you know it was good to have a connection with someone like the person like their beats and be like cool I'm going to put this out there because I've got the means to so um, yeah Wilton CJ Broad as well is like one of the early guys and uh, Deathblind was one of the first releases as well um, before he started up encrypted obviously um, yeah Chicken Hanzo who now makes drum and bass uh, he's got like releases on Loxy's label as well so it was kind of a random bunch to be honest the first the good first like six or seven releases were all a little bit kind of just 
random names whose music I was feeling and that I got on with on Facebook. So, yeah, that was kind of the start of the label, I guess. Which is, is, again, again, sorry, sorry, just to interrupt. It it definitely comes from this, it definitely feels very organic, which which is so, like, refreshing, you know what I mean? I mean, I was going to kind of go into, like, did you have any idea of branding yourselves in the way you have done? But it sounds to me um, more like it's been just a very natural kind of, like, we're going to go with it and see where it takes us sort of uh, sort of, sort yeah, of path. very much so like I've kind of only recently you know I've been doing a label six years I've only just sent off an order to get some t-shirts done for the first time like you know after six years of running a label and the, the label's always stayed the same with the you know the line of judo and I haven't really it's not really a I haven't done much for the promotion and image of the label it's just a yeah quite a DIY sort of small thing like you say I haven't really gone to town with like images and labeling and stuff like that it's all been more backseat I guess um, I think, after the meeting. I th- yeah. sorry, sorry I think I think with that though I think that pretty much highlights um, one of the things I want to get into though which is the the level of quality you know what I mean the level of actual quality of releases where you, you've hit this position where now people are really starting to recognise the label people are really starting to see um, what's going on with it um, without any of the kind of like extra more sort of industry, industry sort of style um, promotional techniques or anything like that it's been a lot more pretty much um, about the music you're putting out there um, like how how, how good does it feel to have a roster that's kind of put you in this position without any of the other side of it? it? It feels good, to be honest, and I feel like the label's really coming into itself at the moment. I think, you know, all our releases are gaining good traction, and on your site as, as well, Juno Download, I think we've just had our six, six consecutive number one release, which is absolutely mind-blowing to me, to be honest. So um, the fact that, you know, that stuff's happening now and I've got a group of producers on the label that want more than one release and you know I've I've built sort of a little team there which has come about naturally just through wanting to pick up you know like I was saying earlier artists that I rated that I felt overlooked and underlooked and um, you know it's all come together naturally and I mean at the moment it's just it feels really strong at the moment the label and um, I'm happy that people I think it's just been a persistence thing. I've stuck with my guns over the last six years of just putting out music that I like. And recently it's sort of people are turning heads and it's it's been paying off. And I've been thinking a little bit more wisely about releases, been a little bit more choosy over the past sort of year or so, I'd say. Um, trying to focus on the quality control and not just putting out music because someone's my mate or, you know, I sit on some music for a little while before I sign it rather than just jump in. I've learned I've learned those things, you know, the hard way of through running a label for this long. So, um, you know, I think yeah, at the moment it's in a great position, to be honest, and yeah, I'm loving it. It's really I mean, nice to see I, it pay off. I, I mean, I'd agree, man. It's one of the labels. Obviously, I do quite a lot of the reviews um, for Juno myself. So if, whenever yeah. I see a foundation one there, I'm immediately like, right, that's one of the ones I'm looking forward to doing. Because obviously you get some which are a bit like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll review it or whatever, but it's not like my cup of tea. Whenever I see the foundation ones, um, it's one of those labels that I put down. You often see, you might see it in the reviews. That I, talk, I talk about consistency a lot of the time when I'm reviewing the Juno, mm. when I'm reviewing yeah. um, the foundation sort of stuff. Um, right, let's get into some music, shall we? Um, we've got a track on the way. This one uh, is from an artist called, I believe it's pronounced Marshall. Um, there's no vowels, so I can't it. be sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah, his name's Marshall, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's just shortened it. Okay, cool. This yeah. one, uh, this one goes by the name of In the Range. You want to give me a uh, 15 second intro to this one? Yeah, sure. So it's just a load of like 80 sounding synths all put together really well. It's got a bit of an emotional side to the track. Uh, Marshall's from the west side over in San Francisco so it's got some like west coasty sort of vibes um, 
yeah, the, the whip of it was called Miami as well. So it's kind of got some like Miami sort of 80s kind of vibe to it. But yeah, it's, it's one of my favourites from him and uh, I was really happy to be putting it out. So that's coming out soon. Excellent, excellent yeah. stuff. Right then, we are on the line with a Foundation Audio Man like Chad Dubs in the place. This is the Juno Download Podcast. Do not go anywhere.
Right then, we are back. This is the Juno Download Podcast. I'm on the line with Chad Dubbs, um, representing Foundation Audio. Um, we've given a little bit of an introduction to the label and how it came together. Um, also, why it's one of my favourite labels currently operating within the uh, within the dubstep scene. Um, so let's, I want to talk dubstep. I want to talk dubstep. How do you feel about dubstep in general at the minute? Do you feel it's in a good place, in a bad place? I think it's in a great place, to be honest. I think... Um had a little dip for me a few years back where everything everyone sort of sounded like biome or sleeper but um, at the moment I think it's so varied there's so much <laughs> so many different styles and so many great producers all putting their own twist on things that I don't think you can really fault it to be honest there's too, too many good artists the competition is like ripe I think everyone's keeping each other on their toes um, it's healthy in terms of scenes and <coughs> There's a lot of friends involved, all pushing each other. Um, it's tight knit, it's supportive. Yeah, honestly, I think it's in one of the best best shapes it's been actually um, what, since I, I started following it. So. When, when did you first um, get into dubstep? Then, when, when, when you say you started following, when what kind of kind of time frame are we talking about? So, yeah, t- 2006 is when I went to my first sub dub over in Leeds. Oh wow! And um, from from then on, I, I went to every sub dub for the, my three years at Leeds and just instantly fell in love with the music from the first night so um, I went raving for like uh, first year and then after a year of raving like every weekend I thought no I really love this too much to just be a raver I want to get involved with the scene and start making some beats and DJing so um, got my first set of decks and started collecting records from 2006 onwards so um, yeah, of 2007, I guess I started making tunes. Okay, but I was wow. Quite loose at that point. Okay, wow. Um, so, so, it's, so, so it's an extended period of time. Then it's not as if like this is a, a kind of recent sort of thing. This is a, the label's been going six years. You've been involved for like we're talking like 12, 13 years um, here. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's a long, long period of time. Going, so I guess I was making beats and DJing for six years before I started the label, even. So um, the label's been going six years and doing the dubstep for 12 years I guess now um, at first I'd get that there is probably that was about 2011 2012 that I started really actually taking it more seriously and making better music I was making a lot of you know crap basically for a good few years <laughs> before <laughs> you know I was a slow learner on the beats no one taught me anything I just sort of figured it all out myself and um yeah, I was making rubbish for a good few years, but eventually, you know, I, I got the hang of it. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a long journey, to be honest, and I've, I've I still love dubstep, so it must be, it still appeals to me. I still turn it on when I get home. I still like checking out new music and new artists, and to me, it's the only music of our generation in the UK that I've seen from the start, you know, basically the start of dubstep through to where it is now everything else was sort of around before i was born so it's kind of like my generation music i feel yeah definitely um, i'd agree with that i think that yeah you know maybe you can put grime in there as well but basically everything else garage jungle was all about before you know or when i was a four-year-old so it, dubstep i think is a special genre to me for that reason alone that i was there in 2006 you know before the smoking ban you know smoking <laughs> cone, cones in a cones in a hall you know so i got their full 2006 sort of vibes and you know they've stayed with me to this day to be honest and uh, that's why i still i've still got a big passion for it because i want to spread that you know the feeling that i had at those raves and you know all the 
sort of the best times of my life. I just want to sort of keep that going on for um, for everyone else in a way. Amazing, man. amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's my stance on dubstep. Is have a big affiliation with it, and it's not really going. My passion's not really gone anywhere for it. So, yeah. Excellent stuff. Right, let's um, let's uh, let's let, that, uh, let let's have a little discussion then about um, Bristol because you are a Bristol-based label, as far as I'm aware. That's correct, right? Yes, six years. I moved down here for a job in pest control. Uh, I was in near London beforehand. Okay, but, cool. Um, yeah, I, I, I rep Bristol because it's where I've made you know built a bit of a name for myself, and but I'm happy to support this. I like supporting the scene here because the scene supported me. So you know, I guess I rep Bristol nowadays. Wicked. Um, so, so how do you feel about Bristol's kind of uh, music scene then? Because obviously, I'm, be, I'm down here in Brighton, and a lot of the time um, we hear about people going, "Oh yeah, I'm moving to Bristol. I'm moving to Bristol," um, and it seems to be very much like, especially for dubstep, it does seem to be a bit of like a, a, a place that everyone must go. If you know what I mean. Very much so. I mean, people straight up just move here for the music. You know, it's got that. It attracts a lot of similar people. People, um, you know, a bit more relaxed, chilled out people and people that are passionate about music. And um, it's a very healthy scene down there. I mean, you get, it's not like London where it's quite big and spaced out. It's all, you can get about, you know, five ten minutes on a bike to most places around town and you always see the same heads out at the same nights and after a year or so of being here you basically end up meeting and becoming friends with the whole scene because it's it's like that okay cool so i think that works out in bristol's favor because everyone's sort of friends everyone supports each other everyone pushes each other you know you get sent beats and then you're like oh crap I need to, <laughs> I better sh- sharpen my game a bit, like, um, you know. So it keeps everyone on their toes because there's so much music here. There's so many nights here, so it keeps promoters putting on good nights and, you know, being have to put on good lineups to keep up with the scene. So just the fact that it's so healthy and so buzzing, just it keeps keeps everyone on their toes and keeps it fresh, I think. Excellent. Um, right, then let's uh, let, let, let's let's kind of go back to the label then here. Um, obviously, we're, we're going to go back to this topic of consistency. Um, so, so um, how do you guys keep it so consistent with the releases? Like, is there like a specific like set of things you go about when you're looking for a new release, or is it all done pretty much through submissions? How how, how do you put a release together? So, with the digital side, it's a little bit more picking, and you know, newer names. I'd say names that haven't been around for as long or haven't had us, you know, that haven't had a little breakthrough yet. So the digital side sort of wanting to give a leg up to smaller names and then keep them in mind for a vinyl release down the line. Um, Not to say that those digital releases don't deserve the vinyl treatment. It's just I like to put out a digital release before putting out a vinyl to get that artist out there because I think you know some of the other names that have been around for longer they've built their name up through having digital releases to the point where they'd sell more vinyl yeah of course because I put out about 16 digital releases before I had my first vinyl release and I think people shouldn't just expect to have a vinyl release after making tunes for two years because you know, maybe their tunes might deserve it, but I think a little bit of graft and a few digital releases to get your name out there is just a good shout in general. So um, that's sort of my how I pick the difference between the digital and the vinyl. But in terms of um, quality control, what I get sent if something really picks my ear up, I like to pick producers that have their own sound. 
and don't sound too generic. Um, something that, you know, is a bit spicy and a little bit different. Um, good, good quality mix downs. I normally sit on tunes that I've been sent. You know, if they initially pick my ear up, I like to sit on them for a good few weeks, play them over and over and over the next few weeks. Just make sure I still like them two weeks down the line, three weeks down the line. <laughs> and if I, if I do, then, you know, that's normally a sign that it's kind of good to go for a release. It's definitely one that um, you want to you work with, essentially. Yeah, for sure. And and the same, even more so with the vinyl, if you're spending a grand plus on pressing some records, you know, you really want to make sure that you're still liking that music a few months down the line. So with the vinyl, I tend to sit on the tracks for even longer and, you know, sit on them for two months before. I tell the artist, you know, I'm interested in signing this, but let me just sit on it for a bit sit on it and um, if it's still good after listening to it for 30 times and you're still not bored of the track then that's saying something to me so 100%. that's kind of how I, yeah so that's how I keep the quality at first with the label I must say like I did make a few jump decisions because I just got excited when people send me music and I was like oh god that's I want that tune you know and then a few months down the line I was like oh I think I pulled the trigger a little bit too too soon there but I think after six years I've kind of got it down now to sign in what I really want to sign so um, yeah and recently it's been paying off because everything's been going nice and it's, it's sort of showed I definitely, of I, I'd, agree, I'd agree with that in terms of the quality um, let, let, let's, let's jump into some more music um, this one here comes from uh, Retina it goes by the name of Rock Dust give me a very very quick intro to this one before we jump into it yeah so this one kind of reminds me a little bit of a headhunter sort of vibe it's got a wild bass line it's erratic it's going places it's a mover um, it's a big big tune and um, this one's going to come out on Wax and Digital 2020 after another digit I've got a digital release from Retina coming out he's a young guy I think he's only 21 or 22 I met him in Denver brief, briefly top guy so yeah stoked to work with him awesome right let's jump into let's jump into this one then this is the Juno Download Podcast I'm on the line with man like Chad Dubs representing Foundation Audio do not go anywhere The Juno Download Podcast.
joined today by Chad Dubbs of Foundation Audio. It's been awesome to chat to you so far, man. It's been really, really good to hear about how like, how the labels come together and like almost like the organic process that has kind of developed into a very kind of astute um, selection technique. Um, so, so what I want to hear about next is the future. I want to hear what's on the way for Foundation Audio. Cool. So um, I've got quite a lot coming. I've got the next year backed up for vinyl releases, but I've only got the, till the end of the year sorted for digital. So what's coming out, I've got... Um, Written the next for 040, the 40th digital release. Um, and then I've done something from Marshall, one track which you've heard earlier. Uh, that's another four tracker coming out in November. I've also got a Clear Light release, which is the 14th release, vinyl release. Okay. Um, that's coming out digitally as well, so you'll see that in, in your store and in the shops. That's also dropping in November. And that takes us up to the end of the year. And then, uh, yeah, next year, like I said, I've got a couple of digital bits, but nothing, you know, only one or two tracks from each artist at the moment. So it's just sort of waiting to finalise a few things. But on the uh, vinyl side of things, I've got kicking off the year with something by myself for Fair 15. One track you'll hear in a bit. And then I've got Retina, his first vinyl release for Fair 16. Um, and then I'm basically going through the foundation fam so the next few vinyls after that's going to be kind of just looping who's already had a release so Tefa's got another plate come in Quasar's got another plate come in 3WA's got another plate come in and I think that's pretty much yeah that's going to take us up for most of next year so basically pushing the artists that I've pushed so far and carrying on pushing them um, 
yeah, because I like to. I'm happy with the the family I've built. Um, so I, I don't just want to put out one release from artists once I've put out something. I want to stay with them and you know continue supporting them and, and build a little group of producers that are all like-minded, all got their own sound, and you know they're all lovely guys. I've met a few of them now, and you know it's just nice to have a little squad there. So. Uh, yeah, that's basically next year pretty sorted. Wicked, man. Well, it sounds super, super exciting. Um, obviously, I'm going to be monitoring everything. I'm going to be looking through going, like, when's the next one coming? When's the next one coming? Getting super excited um, from, yeah. from from the office. So um, we're going to play one more tune before we get into our guest mix section. Um, so this one actually comes from yourself. This one goes by the name of Head Nod. Give me a little bit of a brief introduction to this one. I can call it a standard Chad Dubs wobbler, <laughs> if I can. <laughs> it's just, just a bait wobbler that I is kind of half of my style and it's very stylistic of me it's kind of got that old school vibe a bit 2006 to 2009 sort of you know bit low key but yeah I think it's a little jammer I like the track I like the samples and I'm happy with it and yeah it's coming out on Fair 15 uh, probably between January and March next year some or January February I would have thought but yeah Excellent, excellent stuff. Well, I'm looking forward to jumping into this one um, before we get into our guest mix section, which I'm very much um, looking forward to doing and introducing as well. Um, so this one comes from Chad Doves. This one is Head Nod, forthcoming next year. Um, we are live on the Juno Download podcast. My name is Kovu. We're inside the building with Foundation Audio. Do not go anywhere. Like a blend of um, 
reggae bassline, you know, it's just, it's a bass, it's a bass, it comes with the bassline, see that's the difference between jungle and techno, techno is kind of like high frequencies and jungle is low frequencies, like really heavy bass, heavy bass, heavy We are about to jump into our guest mix section. I am super excited for this one. Um, who have we got taking us through on the guest mix section today? We've got Retina. He's from Denver. He's a young lad, which is, you know, one of the reasons. Obviously, you know, I've picked him up for his music, but, um, you know, he's, re he's really making a lot of big tunes at the moment. He's got a big future ahead of him. So uh, I thought I'd give him a shout for the guest list because I wanted to get someone a little less known to awesome. give him a bit more exposure. Do you want to pick someone that everyone might have known? I wanted to get someone that maybe a few people haven't heard of. So, welcome, Retina. Fabulous yeah. stuff. Uh, we're going to jump into our guest mix now. Um, where can people get at you on the social media? On the socials, so just type in Foundation Audio SoundCloud. I'm pretty sure it's just SoundCloud forward slash Foundation Audio. Same again on Facebook, Foundation Audio. Look for the lion. Same again, Instagram. I think it's just Foundation Audio. Looking for the lion every time. Um, I think that's it, isn't it? I think that's SoundCloud, pretty much it. SoundCloud, Facebook, Insta. I don't really keep up with um, Twitter like I should, but yeah, I'd say those are the best oh. places to get hold of us. All good, man. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. I'm looking forward to hearing everything that uh, is on the way for the next year, um, and we'll speak soon. Thank you very much, Dave. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for getting me down, and thanks for the interview. No worries, guys. Um, we'll be back next time. Uh, we're going to leave you in the very capable hands of Retina for the next half an hour or so. This is the Juno Download Podcast. Stay tuned. The Juno Download Podcast, hosted by Kovu.
devils all over the place. Well, you saw it happen, didn't you? Sure, but that doesn't mean there isn't any explanation. Could have been a truck pass, a vibration.
If I move this dime, she a ten. That's game. 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 I just move few nines. Good price. I ate. Get paid. Life gives lems. Like seven up, man. Make lemonade. Use the stuff. Six man in the five door. Why'd we do that for? That was all bait. Night time might take me a tree. Take it for free. No need to bring peas. None. I should lay low, be in that latos. Could see a lump if we take this one. They ain't no chaos. Stay on my jail. Ain't taking no check. Can't stay on my funds. Charge to the calls. No busy signals. That's how bro stay so kicking in cunch. Bro goes buddy, not coke boys. But got chinks still living with drugs. Gross. She wanna love a man, not a road boy But her friend's still feeling this tough Young bro wanna soak like he angry and can't take a joke boy And you don't wanna get yourself cut Young girl wanna soak, but on the low Grab a burner boy, don't get yourself fun Ain't gotta ask no questions Step with intentions, risk me a sentence But I ain't got a mash work, so my geezer get him Most of my people fill him Bros them a dealing pebbles Now they in ISIS like Shamima Beggins If I'm feeling threatened, clench my weapon Ain't hurting me like French and Steflon Any day we step it could be happening anywhere any, any place or address It could be happening anywhere any, any jakes that come to arrest I don't know anywhere where, Anywho or anything Anyway, still trying to score like 20 quid 20. Any day we step It could be happening anywhere any, any place or address It could be happening anywhere any, any jakes that come to arrest I don't know anywhere where, Anywho or anything Anyway, still trying to score like 20 quid I'm a little bit of 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 a little
Freshest music and content with the Juno Download Podcast.